Well, we saw a lot of beautiful diamonds last night, me and the great Lou Rufino. We'll talk about this quite a bit today because in my now 25-year career, I've done a lot of radio appearances. And to be honest, thank you, Rihanna. Baby Rihanna. Aesop's wife, Aesop Rocky. I've done a lot of uh, radio appearances in my career. And how do I say this nicely? Most of them are so lame. Lewis picked me up yesterday in the truck, and we uh, made the trip together. Thank you, Lou. He took me there, took me home. And uh, that's not an easy trip, going from Rockaway, Queens to Woodbridge, New Jersey. You've got the Staten Island Expressway, which was a mess. We'll talk to Nolan about it later. So before I get to uh, the actual event last night, I just want to tell you, why um, I played Gabriel at the end of the Open today, put together again, brilliantly by Justin Ellick. You know, Gabe had his very first ever high school basketball game. He's on the JV two nights ago, and he had no idea what to expect, if he'd get minutes. He got a ton of minutes. He actually started in the second half. And, again, going back to when he was diagnosed with dyspraxia at Miami Children's Hospital, when the doctor said, he ain't never going to hit 300 or lead the league in scoring. Well, guess what, Doc? Blow me. Because my son started a high school basketball game in the second half. But I put up a picture. I wasn't there. I was lighting the menorah. So his uh, beautiful mom, Danielle, went. And I put up a picture of Gabe bringing up the ball. He actually played point guard and center, both on uh, Wednesday night, whatever it was. And I put up a picture, and I have to tell you, this audience... I really do love you guys. I, I know every once in a while I criticize some of you for being moronic. But the overwhelming majority, I mean 99.9999% of you folks are so beautiful. And the messages I get, whether it's about me, this radio show, my wife, my daughter, my son, they're really over the top, beautiful. And the messages for Gaby the last two days but just so intense, it made me really happy. So I went back to the Radiothon, which we do annually now. Thanks to John Katzmatidis. Thank you, John. He allows me and Dan and Marco. He allows uh, me and Danielle to do it. We've done it two consecutive years. We should be raising more money, to be honest. I'll be honest right there. I'm going to criticize you guys. But we uh, we are thankful and grateful for the opportunity. And Gabriel and Danielle were in that day. And I asked Gabe about some of the obstacles in the way, and you heard his answer. So played that because, again, he's only two days off his first game as a high school basketball player. But getting back to uh, the trip to Woodbridge, the reason why I played Rihanna Diamonds is we ended up last night at the Woodbridge Jewelry Exchange. And while most of these radio appearances are lame, you know, you go there for two hours and they don't pay you much, and 10 or 20 people walk in, and that's it. It's always the same people, you know. So I had no idea what to expect. So Lewis picked me up at about 4 o'clock yesterday, and I think we got to the exchange about about a quarter to 6. Is that right, Lewis? That's about right, yeah. That's we had a we good made. time. You know, we, we, we joke around a lot. We have great conversations. Lewis plays all the music that I love, so... 
Anytime we go to any place together and Louie drives, it's always fun. Always fun. Always. So we pull up. There's a big, beautiful jewelry exchange. I think the building is called Lux. I don't know that part of New Jersey at all. I really don't. And we pull up. <laughs> first thing Lou says to me is, because he had told me in the car on the way there, you know, you, you minimize the effect that you and this show has on people. It's going to be crowded. Yep. Go, stop it. Who's going to show up at a jewelry exchange on a Thursday night just were, to see us? You were very skeptical. Very yes. skeptical. Yes. And it wasn't just me. Frank Morano was there. And people love Frank. And Ernie Anastas, the greatest anchor in the history of news television, he was there too. And they're both terrific guys and hugely talented guys. But let's be honest. Okay. <laughs> they're coming to see me. Nuts. No. I'm sorry, I, I, Sid. You're over there. Come on over here, back. I'm sorry, I stepped. Come in back over. Come back over. Yeah, all right. A hundred hey, times last night. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> so we walk up to the front of the place, and Lou goes, "All I see are customers." That's the first thing you said to me. No, excuse um, me. Uh, all I see are employees. Right. Right. No customers. <laughs> right. I'm like, you see, you son of a bitch. I told you, no one's here. And then we walked in the door. And they had this little area set up, Lisa Orban, who is a terrific salesperson. She really is. We've got a couple ladies in sales that are great. I mean, Leslie Slender's a Hall of Famer. Orban's a Hall of Famer. Yvette's great, too. But Orban I've known for 20-plus years. I met Lisa Orban when I got my very first job ever doing New York radio. All the way back in 2000, when I was hired with my buddy Scott Kaplan to host mornings at 102.7 WNEW, Lisa Orban was a sales girl there. So we've been friends, literally friends, for 23 years. And she's great. So she set the whole thing up. She's there. And then you get a bunch of really good-looking guys, really well-dressed, too, and a couple of beautiful girls. And then I look to my right, and there's a line, I mean a line, of people that I don't really see at these radio events. I just don't. Even I miss. <laughs> it was long lines for two hours. Yep. Am, yep. am I exaggerating? No, was that the case? It kept going. They would, they would stop for a couple of seconds, and then it would build up again. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, there's another 20 people waiting. I to- sat down at one point on the couch. I'm like, I hate to do this to you, Sid, but, you know, we need you to... Uh... <laughs> I'm like, are you serious? And I look to my right, and sure enough, to Lou's point, like 20 more people. Yeah. I they need can't... a picture. I need a picture. I'm yeah. Gonna, I want to see. Can I talk to Sid? Yeah. <laughs> yes. He's right here. Uh, they came from all over. So I do want to congratulate Leon Temis. He's the owner. In fact, at one point, somebody said to Leon, what do you do for a living? And his quote was, I work for Lisa Orban. <laughs> so Leon uh, did a terrific job. His marketing coordinator, Philip Montanez, terrific work. The marketing manager, the lovely Erica Giuliano, she was great. Uh, also, Aiden Actemir, he was the operations director. He was there. And then there's a whole bunch of folks like Larry Erdman. I've known Larry Erdman out of Sheepshead Bay, Brooklyn, for 45 years, something like that. He's got a uh, a little, I guess they have shops inside this jewelry exchange. I had no idea. There was Larry Erdman. Uh, you know what's nice to meet, too? There's a guy named Donald, and he works for Ray Katina. And, of course, Ray Katina Porsche sponsors Joe Nolan's traffic. I'm starting to think Ray Katina should just sponsor this whole show. They're a great car dealer. 
They used to sponsor Mike Brancessa on WFAN, and they loved me there. And this guy, Donald, was terrific last night. Bunch of people. Tim, was it Tim who brought the two flags last night, Lewis? The Trump flag and the Israeli flag? Was that guy's uh, name Tim? I think it was. And then you had Stanley from Perth Amboy, who gave us a clipping from a 1959 newspaper that was that mentioned Audie Idala. Oh, uh, I, I forgot to show that. Yeah, give it. I have it. You have that somewhere. Yeah, I have it. I but have was it the here. guy? But was the guy's name Tim, who gave yeah. me the two flags? Yes. The Trump flag. Okay, I want to yes, make sure yes. that's the well, case. I, I have it in my phone. Then you had the Philip and Joe brothers. Philip wearing the Trump shirt. Then you had uh, Sally. I don't leave anybody out because it was um, it was a great night, and a lot, a lot, a lot of folks showed up. Yes, Tim. Tim, okay. Yeah. I'm going to say this, too. You know, um, I pride myself, and the whole crew does, my whole team, great team, Lou, Noam, Justin. But I pride myself on being more than just a news deliverer in the mornings. So when people come up to me and they go, man, I don't want to miss a second of your show because I don't want to miss a story about Danielle or Ava or Gabriel or Lou or anybody. Anything that happens in your life, I can't wait to hear about it. And that's what I love about this show. You know, I remember many, many, many years ago, somebody said to me, they're a radio host, and they said, I've created a community. I've said this before. I've created a community. And he was right, he did. And that's the key to this thing. You know, why do I get bigger ratings than anybody else at this station by a distance, and certainly anybody else at WOR, four or five times? We're all discussing the same thing, right, guys? We're all discussing the same exact news of the day. Why does this show do so well? Well, I've got guys on this show that are just very, very talented. Lewis, Noam, Justin. The music, people love the music on this show, which Lou does a great job. Lou does most of it. I do some of it. Lou does most of it. But it's the lifestyle stuff. You know, there were actually two men, two men who cried to me last night. One of them made me cry. His son was, his son's name was Julius. I forgot the dad's name, but his son's name was Julius. Another guy came named Brandon Ward with his little boy, who was so happy to meet me. But there were two men last night that literally made me cry, because they cried. They said, you have no idea what you do for all of us every morning, above and beyond the narrative and the, you know, the opinion on the news of the day, whether it's Trump or Israel or Adams, Cuomo, above and beyond that, we just can't wait to hear your voice and what you've got to say every morning. And I'm like, for me, it's, it's very surreal because I still can't believe that a normal person would go out of their way on a Thursday night, a freezing cold Thursday night in New Jersey, to come meet me. I mean, what kind of idiots are these people? And then I come to the realization, they're not idiots at all. They're my fans, they're our listeners, and to a certain extent, they're our family. They're our radio family. And uh, nights like last night really, really make me appreciative of our fan base here. They are great people. They are moved. They are touched. They enjoy this show. They want this show. They need this show. 
And let me tell you, there are mornings I get up, 3.15 a.m., lose two, lose up at ungodly hour. Justin's here by 3. No, what time do you get here every morning? I get here at like 2.45. I mean, come on. These are ungodly hours. <laughs> yes. These are unforgiving. If people say to me, you ever get used to it? No, no. you never get used to it. Nope. Did you see what Imus looked like at the end of his career? <laughs> you ever see Howard Stern on TV? They don't look great. They don't look great. This job beats the hell out of you. But when two men come to me at a radio event and cry and say, we need you, we don't care what you're talking about. You can be talking about Tommy DeVito. We don't care. We need you. It makes it all worth it. All of it. All right, big show coming up. It is a Friday morning, and uh, we're going to end the week in style. Down to now six shows before we take off a week from today. Come back in 2024. The number is always 1-800-848-WABC. That's 1-800-848-9222. Rihanna, shine bright like a diamond. This goes out to our friends at the Woodbridge Jewelry Exchange.